From the Middle Tennessee Association of Realtors, you're listening to Tenants in Common, a podcast sharing stories, motivation, and insight into the real estate industry. Welcome back to the second part of a two-part episode release of Tenants in Common. These episodes are recorded in advance. Therefore, any reference to dates of events are not accurate to the date released. All right, so let's dive into the other side of things, uh, which kind of goes into your committee aspect of things, the diversity, equity, and inclusion aspect. And, you know, when we when we start talking about some of that um, process and, and looking towards the future about things that can be done both from you know a real estate perspective, um, on a personal level, things like that, to help with not just minority ownership, although that's a that's a big part of it, but also involvement. You know, like you said, you you are seeing more minority uh, realtors now, but still, there's room for addition. There's you know I I have uh, uh, friends who have told me in the past that they were nervous about doing it because of ethnicity or different things like that or or um, You know accents that, that they felt would be you know uh, looked upon differently and and trying to you know But they would have been amazing. You know, they, they had all the qualities to make an amazing uh, real estate agent and you know some fear uh, Probably of some unknown kept them out of that You know that ball game where they, they could have been a, a dominant force so if we're looking at some of those things, looking at some of the future things, what are some things that you guys are seeing that um, can be done or, or should be looked at to help you know, both of those avenues? And then you know, we can even talk about, uh, Steve printed out some of the um, stats as far as some of the things that NAR is fighting for um, that they feel like would help. And one of them, the, the big one is the expansion of like credit scoring models. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, so, and I feel like this is a benefit for everybody, but because of some of the statistics of, of um, minority individuals living with family a lot longer, doing some things like that, having being able to use rent, utilities, different things like that as uh, credit scoring to be able to have a, a, a better approval rating could be a benefit you know, in that regard. But what are some of the things that you guys have heard or think or, or just give some of your opinions on some of it? I want to start off saying I think it's even important that this conversation is like this with mixed company with mixed company a a lot of times it this conversation only happens with a with one particular race and so having a conversation where we all look different Mm -hmm. like that's the truth you guys can see us on camera it's talked about it I think even having conversation about it because oftentimes it's it's under the table. We don't always hush hush. We don't want to talk about the numbers. The numbers are there. That NAR puts these numbers out. Mm-hmm. Just even the numbers that that came out, and I don't think even the the twenty two numbers are now. The twenty one numbers still say it's a large gap. Mm-hmm. If forty one percent of African Americans are homeowners, and then on the flip side of that. It's over 70% of white Americans. Why are we not talking about it? Why is it pushed under the table? How come we can't sit and have this conversation? Because if we're saying that home ownership is important, it has to be important to all. Absolutely. And it has to be talked about. Mm-hmm. And so to talk about it amongst mixed company, that is, we have to ask, start having a conversation. Well, the numbers are produced every year, and we see mm-hmm. them as agents. 
Absolutely, well, we should. Mm-hmm. We better. We see should. Them. See yeah, them. we should see them. Yeah, we, we should, should see, see them. them. Yes. Why are we not discussing this? Well, and, and I think that's a it's a great point, and I, I think we probably have seen it, and you guys can speak to it from you know uh, as you know African Americans and 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 us as Caucasian white you know uh, whatever that label is, but you know Robert and I, Robert Morris and I uh, talked about it. Our past president, you know, African American, highly respected educator in real estate. And, and he said it too, you know, when he and I, he and I have had a lot of what most people might deem difficult conversations. But he said at the very beginning, he was like, you know, I want us to be open. He goes, I want to hear where you disagree with what I'm saying. I want to hear these things. He said, I'm not going to judge you as long as you don't judge me on them. And I think that's what it is sometimes. I think sometimes there's a fear that, hey, if I ask this question or I say this comment, they're going to think I'm discriminatory or, or racist or whatever it is. And I think vice versa. Sometimes you guys probably have the feeling of like, well, can I really talk to them about it? Or they think we just complaining or just you know looking at it from a different angle. So I absolutely agree with you. I think this kind of concept where people see we all genuinely get along, we all genuinely care about each other, and what we're what we're trying to accomplish here is a, a starting point for a lot of people to have some comfort in difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. That conversations that truly, honestly, in the long run, shouldn't be difficult. They should be conversations we should want to have to fix. A disparaging, you know, number or gap, basically, you know, wherever we possibly can. And and, and even knowing those numbers, you know, I I, th- I was talking to my husband about this last night. We're on our third home, okay. Homeownership was talked about was a normal conversation for us within the family. Within the family, mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a car ride. Uh, it's a car ride. I can remember my sister and I riding in the car. And we're in a neighborhood and we would point and be like, no, that's going to be my house. No, that's my house. And here's the difference of pointing and saying that's going to be my house. We knew that it was possible. See the difference? It's some people riding around who look like me Mm -hmm. in cars saying, "Ah, I don't know if I could get that home. I don't know if that's even possible for me to live over there. The conversations that we had because it was so normal is I know if I did this, did these steps, I know this could be possible. It's at my fingertips. And so for those who look like me, sometimes it's the belief of the people behind me never done it. Do you think that um, generationally is getting a little better? Because if, if I'm understanding you, Kraylin, let me make sure I am understanding you. You're giving a lot of credit to your mom going through what she went through and living the way that she did. And then also, of course, becoming a realtor at a young age with you also being young as part of that dynamic where they not only encouraged it, spoke about it, you know, at length, but also almost kind of demanded it that there was going to be action taken on your part. You were going to do this. There was not, there was not a question. There's not an if you were going to do this yeah. kind of thing. And, and so do you see those conversations? Obviously, I'm sure you're going to have those conversations with your kids. I think and hopefully they'll continue to have them. Yeah, they're, they're seeing, seeing it. it. Yeah. Pack your stuff up. Mom and dad are moving. They're going to buy the house and we're going to walk away with some, <laughs> with the chaps. There you go. They're yeah. seeing it. So it's not even, it, it, sometimes it wasn't even the conversation the of home. Or it was the action uh, of yes. going to, who I don't even know if you realize this, but one of the things even growing up with her being an agent is going to the bank with her. That we would get, we would get the sucker. We'd be like, I get to pick my own sucker. But then, as I got older, I would start hearing, and she the would money. say, "Put this in regular and put this in savings." Oh, okay. There's a savings account. Okay, so there, there That's is right. some numbers. Yeah, and so then, getting older and realizing is, 
oh, okay. Or, hey, I, I need to go buy one of our rental properties. Oh, we have a house and y'all own other. So you see, you see, it's not even conversation. It's just being in the midst of watching like this is possible. And, and so recognizing that it is possible. So you had that mentor. Who was your mentor? Who had those conversations with you to build that kind of value? I don't know that it was one person in particular, but I'm going to tell you a real short story. When I first got into this business, there were uh, expired listings. They don't exist today. <laughs> uh, and so we would call on those expired uh, listing owners. And so I've had, I had called on one, and over the telephone, she couldn't tell anything about me. But when I got there, she opened the door, and she said, I told her who I was, and she said, I can't list my house with a colored person. And this is 1988. Probably. Think about it, like, prob that just pro probably about 1990. Uh, that just at, sounds at, insane. At, it just at, sounds at insane. So I, I want you to hear that and know that I had some choices to make. I could have been hurt and offended and just got back in my car. But what I said was, can you give me about seven minutes of your time? And if you still feel that way, then I'll go ahead and leave. And I said, is it okay for me to sit at the kitchen table or do we have to do this at the door? And she said, well, you can come in and sit down, but um, that's not going to change anything. I went through my presentation. Not only did she let me list her house, I sold her a house. I've sold her son a house. I've sold her sister a house. Hmm. But I could have just walked away with hurt feelings. So my teacher was the experiences that I had to go through early on. Did that statement bother me? I was devastated. But there was a voice inside of me saying, you're more than just a colored mama. You know this business. Mama. Now you sit down and you prove it. When I see her today, she greets me with a hug and a kiss. And she'll, through tears, say thank you for not walking away. Why am I telling that story? Because tough conversations have to be had. Yeah. And when people say things to you that are offensive, you need to get to where they are. I knew that that was coming from a place, possibly from her parents, and that's just where she was raised. But the referrals that she sent me over the years, it's mm. okay to talk about race. It's okay to mm. address me about an issue that affects black women because I'm mm -hmm. a black woman. Yeah. That's no surprise. <laughs> <laughs> You oh, not yes. Really? Yes. No, we were wondering. Yes. We weren't 100% sure. So. I thought you just come back from vacation. <laughs> but those types of things, we, we can't just keep walking away from. And even if I'm sitting across from another black family and I'm saying to them, um, very motherly-like, mm -hmm. listen, guys, this yeah. is what we've got to do with your credit uh, this is how we need to fix that. So conversation, education, uh, and care and concern. We've got to care yeah. about these numbers that are still not where they, they should be. be. And, and I'm a witness that if you can buckle up mm -hmm. and say, do you know what? I heard what you said. 
but I'm going to find a way to work around that, then we'll see those numbers change. Well, and I have to say from like, uh, and Gentry, you know, you and I are similar age and, and so generationally relatively similar, you know, even I hear that kind of thing. And I know for a fact, obviously never experienced that kind of comment. However, I know there are things that did not hurt as much as that probably did that pissed me off. And my reaction to that was aggression and anger and, you know, almost bucking up. So I couldn't even imagine the hurt level, you know, of that and then responding the way that you did. Like, cause I, like I said, for, for things that have hurt probably less, my response was dramatically different than yours. So, uh, you know, so I, uh, I, I have, you know, snicker there to avoid even showing the, the frustration or anger in, you know, even in my voice right now, I'm like sitting here thinking, it's like, it, it's, it's silly to think about. Cause I, I think about like my generation, you know, born in 82, it's, you know, I was eight years old, probably around that time. But even then it's like, you, you sometimes think about it in the context of history of like the fifties or the sixties or even further back than that. It's, it, it wasn't, it was, it was more recent, more, more prevalent. And, and that's why I do believe that one of the strongest things is yes, you have to know the numbers and you have to know the statistics, but it's driving towards that um, trying to find solutions, trying to find um, action items. I'm, I'm, you and I have talked about that. I'm a very action item person. Like, like, tell me what I need to do and get out of my way and let me go do it kind of thing. Um, and so I think that I have a tendency to think that way about any topic and this being one of them. It's like, what are some of the things, you know, education, you talked about the influence. So, so you know, I think this is one of the things you guys have even kind of talked about is, is education aspects for not just realtors, but general public you know and obviously you've said you've sat down across from um, black families and said hey this is what you got to do it's a, it's a hard lesson because it may be contrary to everything they've been taught coming yes. up yes. and it's it's probably even harder hearing it from somebody even if they feel like they know you real well you know you're letting somebody into your real personal life when you start talking about their finances and their yes. you know their their struggles or troubles in that world but having those abilities to educate what are some other things that you feel like could be a benefit in either world in 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 from the real estate perspective where obviously we want to educate agents and have them have the information to be able to have some of the same conversations you know but also from the general public when you're out there looking at like uh programs or ideas that could say okay hey look let's bridge some of the um you know decline decline mortgages is a is a big percentage number as well that that you see this this the statistic disparity, you know, are there things like this or other things that you guys have heard about or seen that would help bridge that? Like I've, I've believed that for a long time, just because you don't have a credit score or you had one ding that shouldn't disqualify anybody from being able to have the opportunity. If you can go pay $1,600 a month and rent at a you know, one bedroom apartment, why can't you afford a $1,400 a month mortgage on a house? You know, kind of concept. Are you guys seeing any of that? That has, you know, especially, you know, from the education sector or anything where you're like, okay, these are right steps that they're taking. Or do you still think that some of these topics haven't even been broached yet? Why don't you share with them what's going to happen on that? Um, so one of the things that we wanted to do this year is put more focus on education. So uh, next Saturday will be our first one, but we'll host one every month. Um, free credit. Uh, free credit is a credit conversation. Uh, I ha we have a, a guy that's coming in from Nashville. He's been doing this for years, bringing it to this area okay. to, to say, hey, this is what you need to do to fix your credit. This is, we, we can move 
this amount of points in this amount of time showing. So we're, we're meeting together as a small group. Um, only 20 people can come each time on purpose because to help individuals, we're saying bring your credit report and we're saying do this, do this, and do that. Okay. It's educating just, just to be in the know. Credit is not talked about. Credit is one of those things. If you ever talk to people, they say, "Ooh, I don't check it because I don't know what I, I don't know. It scares me." It's like going to the doctor getting bad news <laughs> or something like that. So like now it's, it's now having education classes saying, "Put your credit on the table." Let we're going to fix this. We're going to have a conversation about it. Ask us your home ownership questions. Is this possible for you? Yes, we have the steps. We've done it. There's a group of people who have done it. We've been where you are. I didn't have the best credit. I've been where he, you know, I've been where you are. Education. And so we're starting that because we do believe that education is the key. Mm -hmm. Just to be in the know changes situations. It changed my situation. It, it can be the same for other people. So I think that's been our biggest thing is recognizing that it's a lot of people. It's a lot of minorities who desire homeownership. And it so will... I'm sorry, no, it will no, also no. be a no judgment zone, mm -hmm. but it will not be an ostrich head in the sand. Uh, we're, no we're judgment, gonna, but reality. Yes, we're going to yes, get reality. Yes, both, both those things. And from the aspect of we're, we're, we're not going to give up on you. And when it happens for you, then we're going to want you to affect someone else based on what has happened um, in, in the compounding case. effect. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll teach one, but I want you to go teach three and then go teach those three, go teach three. And not only that, as a teacher in the classroom, it's the fact that it's celebrated. That's a good point. I'm a black homeowner. Mm -hmm. That should be celebrated based on even the things, the stats and the things that happened in the past. That, the, that deserves to be celebrated. And so I, I, I kind of asked it a minute ago, but I, I am kind of interested in it. When you guys are looking at it, are, are you still seeing, uh, are you seeing more um, improvement, involvement generationally? Or are you, are you still thinking it's across the board? What I guess I mean by that is like, I can see, uh, you know, people who have kind of been, the, you lived this style or lived under this kind of uh, situation for years and years and years, you know, more your generation, maybe the immediate generation to follow still having to struggle with it. Are, are you seeing it in our generation and the younger generation as well? Or um, has that started to improve a little bit where they have a little bit more positive outlook, positive possibility, positive work towards, you know? I think it's starting to improve. Starting, but still but a I, big I think gap. One of, the, one of the things even for me is that I, 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 watch, I watch my mom and dad. They were homeowner. They were in, you know, they yeah. had investment property. That makes it a little easier. And so I think it's improving because now I am seeing more people my age in my age group across, you know, I can look across and, and find more 40 year olds. Mm -hmm. um, but I also think it, it, it was, it, I'm admitting it was easier for me because I could look back. Yeah. But it's a lot of people even, you know, Steve, in the article that you sent us that even though 41% of minorities are homeowners, over half of those are first-time home buyers, mm -hmm. and so what? And that's the part so I was kind of looking at. So we're seeing yeah. we're seeing that this is a it's a generation gap that that grandma and and aunt and uncle were not homeowners, and I'm having to do this for the first time. It, it that that's some pressure, mm -hmm. uh, and so recognizing recognizing that that's why I brought up the celebration the celebration of that I'm a homeowner, but then also looking back, 
that I'm one of the first ones. Uh, and, and so I think I think it's improving because we're seeing some across more across the board of more of our age group owning homes. Uh, do I think the numbers could be better? Of course. Absolutely, yeah. That, I, I believe that I I am one of those ones that I believe the day you stop learning is the day you should be dying. You know, and and I think that I think unless it's a hundred percent, it's always going to be improved on. Right. So I think across the board in any category, we. If we can't seek improvement, no perfection, right? No such Absolutely. thing as perfection. There's one. That's it. You know, no, so until we have perfection, we might as well continue to work for betterment. And so that, I think, is a big part of it. Uh, you know, in the education aspect, I've thought that for a long time is, is there is such a gap with knowledge of um, finance and, you know, the economic side of uh, homeownership across education in general, you know, because of all the other things that they're trying to get taught in there. And I wonder sometimes if that wouldn't even be a helpful thing. You know, sometimes when you're in high school, you start learning, you know, they'll have you take the, the separate classes of like, um, you know, you might take an econ class for one semester or one semester. If they actually did something that was more like home ownership, you know, the financing aspect of it, those kind of things, and, and brought in people to teach kids on that stuff, because we have learned, you know, 75% of millionaires in the United States are millionaires in real estate. You know, and and if that is the way to build generational wealth or one of the easier ways, the easiest way to build generational wealth, you know, you think we would talk to more people about that aspect of it. What is he over there doing? Tyler almost killed us with the light. I was like, one of these times, I'm going to make him come in front of this camera. He's over there playing like that. <laughs> what, was your, what was your home journey process when you and your husband bought your first house? Ooh, good question. Well, that is a good question. Good so, question. When we bought our first house, um, I don't remember how much money we had, but I do know that in the entire county, there were three houses that we could afford. Rutherford County? Wow. And, and Rutherford okay, County. Okay, Rutherford County. There were three houses that we could afford, and we went and looked at three, and we picked one. Um, but I also remember his mom saying, hmm. You don't have any business doing that. You don't have any business buying a house like that. You guys are too young and too many things could go wrong and blah, blah, blah. But we bought that first house, one of three. Uh, and it was 1,027 square feet, three bedrooms and one bath. And the memories that we made there were incredible. So when we sold that house um, and got ready to buy our second house, I don't remember the amount of money that we made, but it was a lot to us at that time. And so we took that money and invested almost all of it into um, the next property. But I said that about my mother-in-law because she was a, 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 a sweet and, and kind mother-in-law, but generationally, <laughs> Uh, owning a home was why would you want to do that and take such a such a risk? But we took the risk, um, and it, it paid off. So you had those conversations with Jane Therese and your other daughter is Shia. Mm -hmm. Which actually we need just said we got to show a little respect there too because you actually have two daughters I do. that are involved in real estate I with do. you. Jane Therese happens to serve with us on MTAR, so that's where this yes. came from. Tell us a little bit about her. Give her some, you know, some kudos on here as well, so she gets some of that attention. She too, said she so. was the favorite. She did. She did. I'm sure yeah. she did. 
listen. He's stirring the pot and poking the bear listen. at the same time. Okay, she so, act, she actually tells me that. Yeah, she tells she me, tells she me that. So the background story is my the oldest. That's her big baby, and everybody knows that in the family. It's big baby, and the family caters towards big baby. I'm sweet baby. So sweet. It is sweet baby. Okay. Okay. So if you. So she tells you lies as well as the truth. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Hey, this comes from. I told you I was going to hey, get some drunk this here. This comes from a mom who knows me. So she knows right, I have yeah, a. Thank yeah. you. She wouldn't say it yes. if, if I didn't have that sweet side. She, she does. She does have She, she does have a she sweet would. side. Okay. She does. <laughs> so she my, does. The, my older. Shia, my oldest sister. This this would be outside of her comfort zone. She okay. Would, she she would not. She would she, not. She ain't having none of this. Pod, podcast. I will not. <laughs> and she she or or she would say, and and people would actually be looking at me, and I would have to talk. No, I'm not doing that. But Shia is yes, she is the oldest. Um, Shia had a job at the time that she decided to get into real estate, so she's not in it full-time per se but she has just recently mm -hmm. in honor of our of my granddaughter her niece and Shia's daughter passed good. away mm -hmm. uh, right after uh, her graduation mm -hmm. and so she has opened a food truck in her honor and so she's uh, she's pouring herself into that uh, and I believe that God is going to heal her little broken heart mm -hmm. Uh, as we gather around that truck and 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 do this do this wonderful thing to watch the grand opening was yes. so um, what's the name of the food truck we got we got to shout it out it's so, Risha's yeah. Risha's a heavenly taste okay Risha's a taste of okay. heaven yes. let let let, okay. let me let me get that right okay. uh, because we went back and forth between those okay. those two those two where can they find her at and there was no samples no I know, That's okay. That's I, know. Okay. I know, I know, I know. But in hearing her talk, now you see why this this business we're in is personal. Mm -hmm. This this is this is personal to us. Mm -hmm. yeah. So when you see us in this business, this is just not, you know. Something well, we're doing. And that's part of the reason. I mean, literally, that is part of the reason why this was an exciting. I mean, Steve and I had talked about this for a little while, trying to schedule to get you guys on. Because it wasn't, yes, we were going to talk about the minority homeownership and things like yes. that. We were going to yep. have those conversations because they're important. But it was also just about getting to share you guys with everybody that is going to be listening and watching and, and doing that kind of stuff. Because you guys do have a personality style that you know can be infectious and should be infectious the truth is sometimes i'm guilty of it a lot of people are guilty of it we make it about numbers and about yes. you know uh goals and about things like that and and there is an aspect to it this is how most of us feed our families and and you know support our our livelihoods and things but we in those results we tend to forget sometimes about the personal we and the personal people. is important is the most important. So. so can I give another plug to Risha's? When you see that big pink food yep. truck with my granddaughter's pictures plastered all over it, please stop. Stop. Please by. stop Absolutely. Uh, and, and buy something uh, because my daughter is a, a wonderful cook uh, and it blesses her. Uh, and I told her that if she would do the food truck that people would ask who is Risha and that would be a release for her to, to share. Our baby that we loved. Where is uh, some places that people can find her if they're if they're trying to look for her? Well, since she's only been 
out here for what two two weeks now she's been at staples in staples parking lot a couple of times Mm -hmm. um and and so she'll she'll post if if you'll just look it up under facebook she will um she'll be posting wherever she's going to be one more time the name for people to look up on facebook Risha's r-e-s-h-i-a apostrophe s Risha's food truck um and it is big and pink and has her picture awesome. all miss over it. it. What's the best thing on the menu? <laughs> We've tried it all. What <laughs> <laughs> you go want her to put listen, out some product that's like this is we have been food tasters and I finally had to say, I said, Now listen, I can't fit into my pants. Like I can't the, There will be no Jamaica this go around if you keep that up. <laughs> so one of the main dishes is the pasta dish that you can get it stuffed with the Three or four different types of meats. Oh my goodness! Actually, actually two now. It's only two. Mm-hmm. Okay, she okay. She shut that Chicken down. and shrimp on top of pasta in a creamy sauce with spinach okay. or broccoli, and then or some fried chicken sandwich. But I'm telling you, this pasta and her desserts, and also on the menu is Gigi's lemonade. And who is Gigi? I am Risha's Gigi, and oh, okay. she she loved my lemonade to the extent that she followed me be I thought it was an act of love but she really wanted to check out the recipe and she told it to her mom <laughs> and so and the, reason why I wanted, <laughs> and the reason why I wanted y'all to hear who is Gigi because Gigi is different from the Felita that you all may know she is she is different from the mom that I may know <laughs> she is she is different from the business partner I know she okay? is okay Gigi is, is on different. a whole other different level she with those is. grandkids and proud <laughs> I can imagine I can only imagine yes I can only imagine Gigi <laughs> well um do you have anything else I don't I think this has been a great session you know to this is why we named the series tenants in common because these are all the principles we all share. Yeah. Love I love family that. and real estate. I love yeah. that. We're going to end. I have a couple of random questions. Every guest has had to answer a few random questions that you're not going to know about. And then if you guys have any last remarks, please, by all means, give them and then we'll call it good. Sound okay. good? Sound good. Okay. So uh, if you could have a billboard made to get any message you wanted to share with people, a message, a, a, a favorite uh, quote, you know, something that motivational, whatever it is, what would you have put on that billboard? Mm. I, I know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> From her. God is always present and he cares. That would be mine. Entries. Tough act to follow. I know. You know what? I laughed at her with the Jesus comment. Favorite scripture. To whom much is given. Much is required. Yeah, that's a that's a one. We're gonna let Jantrice go first this time, so okay. she don't have to follow okay. the tough okay. act. Okay. Uh, what gets you excited to start your day? Uh, my family. We literally for the last since school has started, we wake up at five forty-five to the violin every morning. And I told my husband after this last concert next week, I said, "Will the violin start stop at five forty-five? But in the inside, that makes me excited. It gets me up knowing that they're up already excited and knowing that there is a responsibility that I have uh, for them. That's awesome. Mine would be a heart of thanksgiving um, and a chance to do it better today. 
than I did it yesterday. And I'm always thankful for that. And I don't want to ever take that for granted. I actually love that you said that. That's one of my, my favorite things when I'm uh, talking to new agents and things like that. I was like, your only competition is yourself. And as long as you're trying to do it better than you did yesterday, you're doing just fine. Yes. You're doing just fine. And when you sleep on things, it does make it better. Yeah. It does. Especially a good mattress. Uh, true. Last one. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. <laughs> Last one. Uh, if you could recommend one book to uh, an agent or business owner in, in the real estate world, what is something you would recommend? Something that you've read that was powerful for you that you would recommend for them? Hmm. That's a and good And if the educator sits here and tells me she don't have a book, we're going to have another series of questions no, we got to go through. No, <laughs> my issue is picking one. What do you have? Mine is a a, a red book <laughs> that I think <laughs> Clifford the Big Red Dog. Actually, is this whole thing gone off its rails? Cut the throw the whole ending question thing away. Awesome. I, I think it's the millionaire agent. It's a Keller Williams. Yes, 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 the millionaire yes. Agent. And and so I read that a lot of years ago and started to revisit it uh, recently. Um, so that would be mine on the business business side. On, 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 on I said business. business. I know. I probably have a feeling. I know which one your personal side would be. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're not wrong. So. The B-I-B-L-E. There you go. Yes, that's, that's the, the book, book for me. me. Yep. <laughs> this is. Hey, uh, you remember how you wanted some uh, outtakes? Yeah. Some- <laughs> Scratch. Scratch that. Um, business. I think business and personal combine for me a serpent's heart. Okay. This business is about serving people. It is. And when you forget that, it makes this business hard. Well, yeah, because if you don't have the why for doing things the right way, I mean, the, the thing people don't realize, the stresses and stuff that are put on real estate agents, if you don't have the proper reasons for doing it, I don't care how much money you're making. It's not worth it. And I'm talking about not only serving your clients, it's serving the other agent on the other side, serving the, the title company, talking to them. I, every person you are coming in contact, when I forget that, that I'm serving all of these, it's when the transactions can take a left. Yes. And what was the name of that book again? A Servant's Heart. Not sure who the author okay. is. Well, guys, we greatly appreciate you guys being here. Do you have anything else you want to say before we call it? Thank you guys mm-hmm. for being such a gracious host. This has mm-hmm. really yeah, been, it's been good. Yeah, yeah. Well, our next one, we're going to sing camp songs together for Lita. You and I are going <laughs> to like church songs, camp songs. Include me, please. Absolutely. And at least let me start a few. And, and the thing about <laughs> it is, um, we do this all the time as a family. We sing like every time we get together for anything. It can be a cookout, Constantly. and my dad will be like, <clears throat> <laughs> "You know what's coming, right? Does he break out the pitch pipe and hit you with a note too?" Does everybody have their part? I woke up this morning. <laughs> He's really, actually, the only true singer in the family the rest but if of he us, starts it just, off yes, yes we will all it, i'm telling you it doesn't matter where we are we can be at a restaurant you're singing he we hums, sing. if he hums something even down to the little grim baby we are all about to sing the song 
in the restaurant. And he tells us we sound wonderful. We know that we're average. Well, we did say he was very nice. Remember, like we, we said they were very nice. Yes. So. He's been lying. Um, so I have to say, before we quick go to one of the things that I'm super excited about, Ms. Felita, is uh, next year when you're president-elect, mm. you'll be traveling with the executive mm. committee of the association. And I'd just like to say that uh, um, next year's NAR uh, fall convention is in Las Vegas. So I'm going to get to go to Vegas with Felita. So. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Keep me saved, God. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, but Felita, look, you'll have me, Robert, Chris, Gary. You could act. You know what you do is you put us all in front of you like Candy does and act like you have your entourage of bodyguards. You know, all your six foot five, 300 pound dudes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Being your bodyguards. So. Well, we appreciate you guys being here. We appreciate you being willing to have the conversations with us mm -hmm. and, and also making those conversations uh, easier to have in general. And obviously, if there's any way that uh, the association can help with anything you guys are doing, we definitely want to do it. And I look forward to what we have coming on both the board of directors and in uh, the different committees, especially the DEI committee. So Thank you. Thank you, guys. So Thank, thank you, you, Mr. President. Thank you for listening to Tenants in Common. Find out more about the association and upcoming events at www.mtar.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MidTN Realtors. Duplication or publication of this podcast is strictly prohibited without the written consent of the Middle Tennessee Association of Realtors. Until next time. sing all the time he he probably gets sick of me singing because every once in a while i bust out tune in my office because there's some pretty good acoustics in there and i'm sure he's just like shut up Wait, tyler actually did the music for this for so, the uh for the yeah. podcast so it really sounds good in your office it does you want to try it out <coughs> you can't ride in the little red wagon back seats broken in the axle dragging remember that song from church no no we're both like y'all went to different churches <laughs> If I were look, just totally made you feel like a castaway. <laughs> I get it a lot. Chris said, our churches probably look different. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm glad we did not sit by each other. We would have listen, listen, listen. Oh, boy. Oh, well, boy. All right. no, well, we appreciate guys. you guys. Thank you very much. Absolutely. 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 Okay. Good, Tyler. We got it all.